Pickaxe. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest-running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60-year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Oh, wow. That's Welcome. Very, very uh, that was very flamenco. Spanish, wasn't it? Yeah, very Spanish. Very lovely. That, that, that intro fangle or fan jingle uh, was submitted I like fingle. by Booties Alder. Thank you, Booties Alder. Um, thank you also to everyone who has submitted uh, masterful musical pieces. We've got a nice list now. We do. For yes. future episodes. There's good and there's bad. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, welcome to Hat Chat, episode four. Yes. We are Hat Films doing a Hat Chat podcast. What's your name, though? I was going to say it, but I want you to say it. You don't your know? Name. No, you t- tell oh, me right. your name as if I'm a stranger. Okay, you just <laughs> spat. <laughs> just <laughs> everywhere. My screen. Oh, oh, that's that's not <laughs> he doesn't know his name. <laughs> He's dribbling. <laughs> My name is Chris Trott. Well done. That's oh, too formal. My name's Ross. Oh. That's all you need. Do you have to do the alluring look into the camera when yeah, you say it? Yeah, do it. Do it now. Which camera? Any. That one. That one? Choose that one. All right. My name's Alex. Oh, man. Yeah, for you. That's great. That's for anyone watching, yeah. Um, he's sticking his tongue out right now yeah. and uh, gesturing towards the camera in a seductive manner. Yes. Um, this podcast will feature sex words. Yep. Yes. And the like. I hope um, so. Like so. missionary. Yeah. Or just fuckable. Fuckable. <laughs> also swearing. <laughs> so, like, I was looking into your eyes. I was uh, fuckable. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, we will talk about like popular culture in this one, as in things that are going on on TV and stuff at the moment. We'll we avoid spoilers. We'll avoid possible. spoilers as hard as we can, and um, there won't be anything major at all. There might be the odd like nod to something, but don't worry about it. All right, mm-hmm. chill your beans. Be, and for God's can... sake, watch things as they come out on broadcast television. It's hard sometimes, though. Some people can't afford um, that. What broadcast like television? Like Sky Atlantic or Now TV subscriptions, they yeah. can't afford it. Yeah. So, uh, well, then they don't get to watch, unless they want to pirate it. Mm. But it's fine; they don't get to watch. But don't spoil it for them. You know? I'm not going to spoil it on purpose. What I'm oh, saying right. is, it is, I feel hard. like you're attacking the people. It's, it's hard. I mean, I am. <laughs> I know I'm attacking. The is there people a time? Is there a time me. on this? As in, like, if What's I told you that Bruce well, Willis, because, um, is it 70 years, like en- the. You know. Well, Endgame did quite a good thing recently. So Endgame said, like, right, the spoilers, like, embargo is lifting on Monday, and the reason they did that is because they wanted to release a Spider-Man trailer which had uh, spoilers about oh, Endgame yeah, right. referenced in it. In it. Right. Um, and I thought, oh, that's good. They're being official with it. But that was like, what, two weeks? So you had two weeks to see Endgame, um, which I argue is harder to find. Uh, you know, you need to go to a cinema, pay like 10 to 15 pounds for a ticket, you know? And that, they only gave them two weeks. So Where are these yeah. cinemas? Where are they? Where Just uh, so elusive. Well, what I'm saying, Todd, is you're saying still people can't it. afford it. It's still cheap. It's cheaper to pirate stuff, isn't it? They're going to the cinema. Oh, it's really cheap to it pirate cheap. stuff. Well, it's 
free. It's one hundred percent free. Yeah, 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 we don't yeah. recommend pirating it. It's you can pirate this podcast. You wouldn't steal you a. You wouldn't steal a car. No. You wouldn't steal a a, a microphone. You wouldn't download a person <laughs> would you i'd love to try <laughs> anyway what's our topic for today so yeah entertainment with the masses basically we want to talk about the relationship between um like stories like whether it be books films tv music you know like basically creations media creations and their relationship with the audience they aim to interact with so for example that's very uh, interesting I, I hope it will be i mean i hope if we have not, anything to add um well, yeah. basically uh, for example um <laughs> A musician might release their first album. Everybody loves it. Okay. Then the musician goes to release their second album. And they want to try something new. Um, and then it's horseshit. And then the audience doesn't like that. Yeah. And then you know th- there's a relationship there to consider when you're creating things. Are uh, you know as soon as you put that thing into the public domain, is it as much yours as it is the audience's at that point? Oh, that's a good question. Also, watch the table there. Um, Sorry. Uh, you're yeah. drumming like a madman. I am. Are you an instrumentalist? He yes. is in a way. So you've yes. released music in the past, right? Yes. Uh, we all have. Yeah. But you did it at a time where you didn't have anyone listening. Yes. Right? So you did it in your own little bubble. Yep. Where Damn you yeah. were inspired by the things that you've absorbed and you released that. Mm-hmm. And people listened to it and gave them feedback. Mm-hmm. And you took that on board. Mm-hmm. And when you wrote new stuff, if you were to write new stuff, mm-hmm. that's in your mind, right? So mm-hmm. you're kind of altering it based on feedback. Much yeah. like we do when we release the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard not to be affected by what the the people want, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But then again, is that true to yourself? And are you just becoming a fan service kind of thing? Or what's the purpose of releasing that particular piece of media? I think I think music is a little more shapeable and a little more easy to handle. I think if we look at, for example, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones now has such a huge audience, such a wide mass appeal. It's pretty big, it's like in the 10,000s. Yeah, easy, easy. Mm. I mean, that was sarcasm, just in case. At you least 10, 10K. Um, but like... With them, the people are like, oh man, this isn't the Game of Thrones that are like I knew and love, which was written from the by, books and from, stuff. From yeah. the book stuff. Now they're into the realms of we haven't got much from George R. R. Martin to base stuff on. They're now thinking like, right, what do we want to see happen? And everyone has their particular idea or you know their particular hope for a TV series such yeah. as Game of Thrones. But ultimately, those creators are having to now create this show for a mass market for multiple yeah. people for multiple <laughs> perspectives, and um, also fulfilling like uh, the standards and the requirements of. Uh, the people funding it exactly and the people whose jobs are like this needs to hit to a certain amount of viewership in order mm-hmm. to not get cancelled so you need to do a certain amount of things like you need big battle scenes or whatever mm-hmm. is popular and will get people watching mm-hmm. like dramatic moments like they're distorting and influencing the story and almost yeah. well and, and, i haven't and, read the books you read all the, all the books yeah like, yeah well, all of them available yeah um so what were your thoughts on how the direction they went well in general I, Initially, I was like, oh, they've, they've done that like that or, oh, they've not used that character from the books or something like that. Oh, okay. But then after a while, after being a bit cynical about it, I sort of sat back from it and thought like, well, this is really entertaining. Yeah. Like, like it, I'm vi- you know, we're quite lucky to have a huge group of people creating something like this for us to enjoy and to watch. Yeah. Um, and it made me think about like formats, right? So TV right. versus film, like, and versus books. So books, for example you have the opportunity to write pretty much as much as you want. Yes, it needs to be edited down to be uh, consumable, um, but like 
you have a lot more space and time to explain character motivations, to create story elements, to tell, to focus much more on individual characters. But with TV, you just don't have that. And, and I mean, that must depend on the publisher's budget as well, because obviously they've got quotas and what the book publisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes they'll throw a shitload of money at someone who's already made something successful. Yeah, yeah. and it's free reign. But yeah. I guess when you're starting out, you kind of have limitations. If still. you're coming in with a tome yeah. and is asking to publish like yeah multiple copies of this tome, mm-hmm. it's like well. Why would anyone read that? Well, I, I think the thing is about the books versus the... F- I think there's a lot more limitations and challenges in creating TV and film oh, than there is in writing yeah. books. Not to say that writing books... The hardest part about writing books is having good ideas. You yeah. know, like, like... And making it all work. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But with film and TV, you can have a great idea and a great script, but if your director of photography is shit, you're not going to be able to see anything. You know, if you're a Starbucks so- cup in exactly. the middle of a shot. I mean, it ruins yeah. it, doesn't it? If your sound design guys aren't very good at sound design, you know, like there's all sorts of elements there because you're having to create a reality. Whilst yeah. with a book... Yeah it's almost your imagination and, and you like your own imagination, don't you? Like you, you tend to like your, well, I do anyway. I love my imagination. It's fucking quality. I'm, I'm thinking the best things. But nice. so, cause you, did you read the books before you, you didn't, you I watched the first season with you, you guys. The first season. Yeah. You? And then read so all of them before the second season. Everything you pictured used those characters. They'd already given. Like Ned yes. Stark right. With Sean so Bean. yes, you weren't necessarily disappointed in that sense. Whereas I no. feel like, like for example, Harry Potter, I read those before the films yep. came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they just hired this kind of speculative dipshit who looks like <laughs> But like people people have different like perceptions yeah. of these things. And so yeah, like that can true. make or break an entire like series. And there of are films descriptions which don't match the film, like yeah. wiry yeah. hair and curly yeah. and all that stuff. And yeah. Hermione being black. Yeah. Of course obviously. that was later added uh, yeah. into the law. Um, she really should have brought that up before they casted. Well, or before she literally said <laughs> on the changed in the book. I mean, that's. I mean, she's a great example of what you've gone through here yeah. um, in talking about changing the almost the context of certain yes. characters and stuff after the fact. Yeah, um, to better please an audience. Or, yeah, yeah, to better please the audience that are kind of fighting for those those causes and those um, kind of rights for people. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, she's getting behind things and then using her uh, gravitas yeah. and her product to push that mm-hmm. but then again people just love the product they don't necessarily want that kind of thing in that world mm-hmm. i mean that, it doesn't that, need it that particular argument was i think wasn't when they hiring for the play oh right? for the play and yeah. it was just opening up the fact that it could be anyone like it doesn't matter don't yes. close your mind oh, to I, didn't, I didn't know that which is yeah it wasn't a case of just oh she could be black she could be white well, yeah she for a stage of production she can be wherever the hell that's, she wants that's what again, i think the justification of it because people yeah. were kicking up a fuss yeah. saying that oh you know her minor should be this type of person yeah but that's why she well, probably yeah, i think that particular that. incident this what we're talking about is jk rowling um or rowling saying um that hermione you know oh yeah no hermione could be could be black like and whilst in the books she describes her as you know having mousy brown hair and all this sort of stuff i think that there was one yeah saying she was pale yeah Um, like and and that's fine there's nothing wrong with somebody saying that but i think that the problem there came that people felt that she was grandstanding an issue Mm. or trying to be almost like this great visionary person saying oh yes no my characters they could all be black when in reality like that, yep. that wasn't true and it wasn't that wasn't in her mind at the time no, of no. writing yeah. the book and, 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 and the, the whole <clears throat> element of colour doesn't come into it the element comes from being sort of like taking an issue like you know black representation in media yeah. um, and almost using it to make yourselves look worldly and yeah. and informed and it's like yeah, that's yeah. what I got from it exactly but in this in this particular case it was yeah. um, I think in defence of the fact that they hired a black actress for yeah. the play and yeah. she defended and that was it yeah. whereas the stuff about Which i guess fair. like yeah. there's little bits of law isn't it like gandalf being gay and stuff gandalf 
Was it Gandalf? I was, <laughs> I was thinking of him as Gandalf, Dumbledore, but I know it's Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore. Um, but Gandalf, uh, the actor, is gay as well. That's probably why I put those two together. Nice. Yeah. Um, but like him. that kind of lore, adding Gandalf after the act. fact, is like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> sorry. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking of Ian McKellen. <laughs> I know, I know. Great actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've all seen the extras uh, thing. Yeah. I've become a wizard. I'm not a wizard. No scripts on the night. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where were we? <laughs> um, just talking about like how <laughs> audiences influence like uh, a person's idea. But the thing is, and like, outrage has fueled that as well. Yeah, of, like not representing certain people, and then having to go back and go, oh no, but he's this kind of character now. And, and it's is that does that defeat kind of or does it kind of is it tokenism in a way? Do you think in terms of I'm adding this person that has this trait in mm, the law, otherwise to make sure it fits this. Current cultural yeah. norms yeah. or well, me- medieval fantasy is full of Western Europe and re- European white people, essentially, isn't yeah. it? Like, like fantasy books in general are largely dominated by white people. Like, like I don't know whether that's something we need to talk about right now, but that that's it's like when you see historical things and they always have English accents, or not yeah. always, but very very often um, they will be imagined with an English accent. Even that medieval when, England, feel. Yeah, e- yeah, even when in reality we, we have no yeah. idea. Well, we do have ideas, but like it's probably quite likely that they weren't speaking in a very English accent. They were probably speaking yeah. in some sort of Anglo-Saxon, Old yeah. English hybrid kind of thing. But, yeah, not um, to mention like pronounced English mm-hmm. is not the accent of the time exactly yeah. at all yeah yeah it's uh more like west country exactly really. well, they favored northern Southern. in like well obviously for the guys up north on game yeah. of thrones and stuff like that yeah um and it suits it suits the uh piece but yeah it could be anything mm-hmm. um, and we've, we've spoken about this before but like the always-on nature of the internet means you can have this sort of instant widespread Mine judgment down the other day, of something actually. your internet went down yeah well so it's, not always on, so it's not always on it's not always on no but but what I'm getting at is false statement. Is um, like you know, we've spoken about this before in terms of criticism. You get that instant, you get that niche criticism quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with with creating uh, media that's available online or or through the normal channels of TV, Netflix, all that sort of stuff, is that you put something out there and then instantly all the people that were in perhaps a vocal minority or just a very impassioned group of people perhaps who so i'm guessing a lot more people watch game of thrones a tv show than have read the books right yeah and so those people that have read the books and like probably have a a, a more in-depth understanding of george rr R. martin the original writer's like thinking behind the characters mm-hmm. um than the tv show can possibly portray simply because you don't have the running time to develop characters into that sort of depth and the format of a book, of a book you yeah. can have thoughts of a character mm-hmm. without a weird like he's walking through a forest exactly. and he has an, a narrator of his own voice. Exactly, exactly. There's things that books can get away with that your mm-hmm. imagine, imagination takes over that doesn't look good mm-hmm. on film anyway. And, and, it's, and it's the creators, um, it's, sorry, it's the, sort of the creators of the TV show now that have these very impassioned people who have their idea of what it should be um, hitting back at them and saying, like, oh, this, this character, why is this character, like, why doesn't he love his dog? You know, all this yeah. sort of stuff. Oh, well, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. and I get it and it does make sense when you when a person phrases it in such a way but at the end of the day the production schedules all these sort of things all these the, it's so hard to give gravitas to every single thing in a TV show and I mm. think it looks bad when people do it like yeah. so Star Trek Discovery for example Star Trek has a long history of um, like tackling um, issues and ideas within the sci-fi like setting. real world issues exactly. but in a different like, setting yeah. It, yeah. it's in this crazy sci-fi world but the, the interpersonal elements of it are what makes the shows like that great um, but I found with the new series, season of Star Trek they've been trying to hit that and the visuals are fantastic you know some of the actors are fantastic um, 
but they always try and be profound in like every episode right, and, okay. and it feels forced and I just, and I know it's because they're probably a fan service thing, you know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the, you know these each episode needs to have a moral story to it. Like Scrubs, every at the yeah. end of every episode, JD would say something yeah. very poignant and exactly. thoughtful about like what happened. In that and I find the, that tiring. Yeah, I, but is that just because you're not the person that they're targeting as a demographic? I just like, think it feels like tokenism, like we were talking about yeah. earlier. Like we have to round this episode up somehow. Like, but that the, that's in one of the episodes is a giant fucking tardigrade in uh, in discovery oh the, the big the little tiny bear, bear thing. water yeah, bear yeah, so yeah, yeah, like but they've got a giant one, giant one. it's like okay. this is crazy kind of cool kind of funny but like you don't need to then go like it was just good to have like a wow that was a crazy episode it doesn't need to be like how that. big was it how giant was it big like the size of a cow the size of a cow but that, that's, that's the expectation was it eating things what, what was I it? can't it was there's huge. too many spoilers if people oh, haven't seen man. I've, I don't watch it but, but that's yeah. the format of the show that's what's expected of Star Trek is to have that thought and you know reflection like and to say that that shouldn't be in there is you say you don't like Star Trek. Oh no no no! It's not saying it shouldn't be in there at all. It's just that when they try and make it happen in every single story arc, I find or or at least like because uh, you know how Star Trek's fairly episodic. Most sci-fi's are they'll have a main storyline, but also during the episode they'll have like a, a specific episode challenge to deal with. Like right. oh my god, one of the warp cores won't stop overheating. It's yeah. like oh the Klingons are also on their way, but like that sort of thing, and. And that's fine for me as a, a huge sci-fi fan. Um, so, like, uh, sorry, Turps just walked past with a with a child with in a hand. Baby. Um, I hope it's um, his. <laughs> I hope it's, I his, hope yeah. it's his. But yeah, yeah, that's what we're getting at. I, no, yes, I know. I hear yeah. what you're saying, Trot, about like, and and this is kind of what this is about in general. Like, how much does my opinion matter? Well, like, there's the thing. Do you think like um, the showrunners? Not not, well, not at all. Craig is here. By the way, we didn't. Okay. Craig here. Hello. Yeah. Welcome uh, the cameras. He's the man in the room. Um, in the chair, and he's staring at us. Yeah. It looks great. Lovingly. You'll never lovingly. see him. Budget doesn't allow for it. No. So there you go. I think it's better that way. Um, yeah, it's better but I would say, way. I would argue that the showrunners probably don't pay too much attention necessarily to social media in a direct way. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'll probably try and go their own way with it first. Mm-hmm. And obviously if things railroad, like in certain other projects, like the Sonic thing, which we can talk about in a second, <laughs> um, yeah. they, they'll probably keep to their, or stand, stand by the That's project as it was. Stranger Things. So season one and two mm-hmm. were created in like their own bubble, essentially, that yeah. without any fan uh, so interaction. So they were, were they created one? They after wrote the it other before or? it was released. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. And so they had the ideas in mind yeah. before the comment and feedback and that relationship with mm-hmm. people that love the show gave their opinions on things. Right. So okay. that was already written out, essentially. So it's almost like a pure thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas going into season three now. It's going to be interesting to see what changes are made and what's focused on more. Mm-hmm. And is there a, a, a change because of that interaction with the audience? And like, mm-hmm. everyone loves this character or not seeing the, that thing so much. Or And I think that works. That example works well because Stranger Things was its own project, right? They, yeah. they start with Game of Thrones, for example. It was already based on books. Yeah. Yeah. So once the books sort of ran their course or the storyline within the books ran their course and the creators had to um, now think of new ideas and new storylines and how or to flesh it out uh, yeah. i'm sure or, there was a, a you know an ending that yeah. george R. but, it's, but it is ending. open to fan service i don't I see exactly. what you mean now it's, yeah. now it's At, gone past that threshold they can do whatever they want really within that realm as long as yeah. they get to the points that he's and there's and, and also but the, the audience and the creators of the show now that the book law is essentially um completed or exhausted yeah I think that the audience and the creators do have almost equal ownership of it because the creators themselves now are just like fans thinking about how, how would this have played yeah. out? How, how would this character react? And they have the ability to do so. It's like they can 
play out like the best version of this in their mind that they mm-hmm. can think of. Not necessarily best for the story, yeah. but it's like, I want that to happen yeah. because I love that character and therefore he's going to have the best ending mm-hmm. or she's going to have the best ending yeah. or I want that one to die because I don't like the actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's all these other influences that could change yeah, the show. Essentially, it could fall back on, I don't know, all of the background of uh, the create the showrunners. I know that... Is it David Benioff? Is it? Yeah. He uh, did Wolverine Origins, I think it was. Right. So he was a project. Which I one? think he was a producer Which on one that. Was that? Wasn't that the one where. Um, Deadpool. Is that the one that got leaked? Oh, like, the one from. Yeah, without, without the CGI yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. The um, one where they had the original Deadpool. Mouse. Right. Deadpool, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Terrible. So you yeah. don't know how much um, they're taking guidance from their Hollywood background to kind of go, yeah. oh, we, we want to engage these characters because we know that's mm. going to work for our audience, right. rather than we're going to kill off this character because George what's his name would Wanted. kill that yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. even though they went oh but, but that's like one of the main ones why would we do that exactly and, but and our audience would that's hate part that. of the mm-hmm. thing with game of thrones that's the shock factor it's like oh my god i can't believe they killed that main mm-hmm. character i really wanted that character s- to succeed yeah. yeah and that's the shock factor that's the thing that you almost but, want to watch and, and it for because you're like oh what if they do die and yeah with george rr R. martin he he his he was masterful in his ability to create interesting characters and then blend their storylines together i feel like he wouldn't be able to make a great film or he wouldn't be able to make yeah. a great TV show. He's a great writer. Yeah. But then equally, these people now that are taking creative license or exploring ideas on their own now without him, they're like, well, you're making great TV, yeah. but you're not necessarily telling the best story. Mm. You know, there's, there's a trade-off. Yeah. Like, also, we're kind of basing this on the assumption that there is no dialogue between George yeah. R. R. Martin yeah. and the director. Oh, no, I think there's some dialogue. There I don't know how much, because I mean, do you even think he'll finish the book, the last one? Is it the last one? Well, no. It we must be know. interesting. There was from, meant to be oh, two really? more. So, yeah. It must be interesting. How old is he? Old. He's quite old. And oh. quite an overweight. <laughs> uh, so, Probably very wealthy. Yes. Even more so now. I mean, yeah, you can't blame a person to go, like, ultimately, at this point, is he writing the book for himself or is he writing for fans? That's that, the thing. Like, yeah, is he going to write it to match the show? The show? Because like, that's what everyone knows now. Has that influenced him? Like, mm. he's not, has he got those actors in his mind? Yeah from that or has he got such a robust vision of his own world that it can't be distorted by the TV show well there's a couple of main storylines that aren't in the TV show like there's like uh, again to be as vague as I can without spoilers it's not going to be in a TV show anyway but if you're reading the books this might be a slight spoiler basically there's a whole other character who is essentially a Targaryen okay um, and he wants to come to Westeros with his group of like you know that's advisors a, that's another series isn't it in terms of that's just an ex- but extended but he lands at the same time that Daenerys is, is coming into Westeros oh, okay. so basically he would be in, a, in in the Game of Thrones TV show like that would be an additional yeah. like army. army or something there and I guess um, either through budget constraints or like just simplifying the story exactly, just to ha- show on TV they mm-hmm. make these decisions all the time like there's tiny decisions like there's a dire wolf mm-hmm. right yeah. that's not a spoiler mm-hmm. no People were upset because there was no interaction with that direwolf. Like, that is a poor doggo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Someone pet the doggo. Yeah, of course. CGI it's... limitations prevented them from touching <laughs> yeah, the dog. Really? That's that, why. That and then, but that creates an that. emotional connection or disconnection with mm-hmm. the audience because they think, why is no one giving that yeah. dog the love and attention it deserves? Mm-hmm. Because it's a good dog. Mm-hmm. But it, because of the TV limitations yeah. or CGI limitations, they can't. And I mean, they could have. They, they could, could have spent they, much more yeah. money on it. But, but, they, then, they but then that money would be lost elsewhere. Yeah, they also, there's cut. value in the fact that, yeah. like, you could still... You get an idea. I mean, obviously, it's an idea that they probably created around it was if he's not fucked about it, that's, you know, that's how he's, how he's thinking at the time. Mm. 
But it's interesting. But he should be. That's the, yeah. I think that's the, the biggest yeah. cognitive dissonance there was. The, he should be bothered. He should be bothered. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if, if they somehow wrote it slightly better or shot it slightly better where you could see that um, Jon Snow was like, you know, oh man, I've been through a lot with this guy, but I need to leave him now or whatever. Like, uh, mild spoilers. He might leave the dog. <laughs> Um, but like, oh, I need to leave the leave the wolf here in Winterfell, and that and that's really sad. But you didn't get any of that. You were just like, all right, mate, thanks for coming and fighting with me. That's yeah. quality, yeah. and then just fucks off. Yeah, and it kind of leaves the audience a little bit like, this is this dog's been here since season yeah. one, kind of thing. Exactly. Even though it's not a big storyline or anything like no, that. No, not but really. Yeah, that's what the internet takes. Yeah, and then that's what you see on like the trending mm-hmm. social media stuff, and that forms yeah. a general public opinion. General public of, opinion of an episode. It makes every, it influences everyone else's thoughts that weren't thinking about it before. Yeah. It certainly affects me, that's for sure. Like when I hear that there's a Starbucks cup. Do you think they're going to edit that out? They will for the DVDs. I felt they should leave it in. Just, you know. Just to stick it. Just just always there. Again, like I wasn't really watching the show properly because I was thinking, when is this cup going to come up? I've heard about it already. Oh, really? You were okay. I'm not soaking it in because I know that there's going to be a cup at some point. And it's just like social media in that way can really influence like how you feel about a show before even watching it. Mm -hmm. Like, you hear people's opinions about films mm-hmm. like Endgame was bad, Endgame was good. <coughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't like that character in it. I mm-hmm. go in with those preconceived notions and it affects my enjoyment of the mm-hmm. show. But that's mm-hmm. a good thing in a way for the showrunners because you're talking about it. Yeah. And any that's enough. Uh, to be fair, in well, if it's awful, some people watch it for the fact that it's awful just to see it's sometimes fun to watch shit stuff, you know, mm. to be like, oh my God, this is awful and laugh at it and, you know, whatever. That can be a positive thing, but for the most part, you would want it to be a positive thing, but people talking about it yeah. encourages other people to go, oh, I've not seen this, so I'll check it out and then... Not so great for people that binge love watching books everything. and then there's an adaptation to film Which yeah. and shit. it's a joke. The Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Last um, Airbender. There's plenty of shows. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's kind of it might be why we have such a reboot culture uh, yeah. over the last sort of decade on films is because, oh, that person fucked it up. Oh, that person fucked it up. Okay, right, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, shit, this isn't actually a what bad Spider-Man What were the Spider-Man ones they film. didn't fuck up? And they're just kind of, I guess that's just Thor money Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. Because like, some of the yeah. Thor movies are pretty forgettable. Like, But like Ghostbusters was great. But then obviously that was the 80s, you know. Yeah. Um, product of its was, time. It was bound to have, it was bound to have a reboot and stuff, but I don't think there's been anything better than yeah. those older ones but maybe that's just because I'm a bit older and that's did it do well in the box office did it earn the producers the money that they wanted it's uh, a success in their eyes uh, This is, and I think that's uh, what yeah, makes right, audiences see, yeah. angry I mean just using the name alone audiences can understand when CGI budget is like like you were saying about the direwolf scenario it's like right we can either have an entire legion extra of Unsullied animated or whatever or doing their thing in a fight or we can have this bit where John strokes a dog now you can probably do the stroke and the John John strokes a dog bit stroke with storytelling. You know, like um, whilst with the visual elements of like a big unit of animated like Unsullied or something, that's gonna be harder to storytell. I could have done that shot. Like if they just asked me, right. I would have put on a glove mm-hmm. and gone to Fabric Land well, to get some fur. Yeah, and just be like, yeah. good doggo, good doggo. There well, could have been ways around doggo. that. Yeah, like yeah. without having to CGI everything. But, I guess. This, but what, we aren't the the point I'm trying to Maybe get we to. Should be. Maybe we should. The point I'm trying to get to is the. Those little concessions audiences understand. But when you make a crap product and then you're like, well, it did well at the box office, let's make another one. Yeah. That then I feel is a bad relationship with your audience. Like Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because they're doing another one, aren't they? It's and a reboot though, isn't it? Oh so shit. Is they just rebooting the exact same one? I think. With new, uh, new cast. Yeah. 
Because I, I didn't even think it was necessarily the cast's fault. It was just no. really poorly. I think they wanted, put together. The stories awful. They wanted the to do terrible. individual movies of those characters afterwards. After it was a huge success, but yeah. it obviously didn't go as planned. No. So I've not seen it. So I. So I you haven't find. seen Suicide Squad. No. Don't waste your time. It's not very good. This I'd is, argue this that is what the preconceived no notions are. Everyone's yeah. saying it's shit, yeah. and therefore I've got other things to watch. Yeah. I'll you'll get I'll, di- I'll get around to it. Yeah, but. you'll get diehard fanboys who will be like, "Yeah, no, I really liked it, and you know, I loved the comics and stuff." But as someone who hasn't seen the comics and I, I love film and stuff, it was a terrible film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's fine. So you can say that. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. That's, that's great, and I, I value your opinion on things. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we have differing opinions. Yeah. I could mm-hmm. very well like it, but the thing is, I'm put off even watching it because someone's told me it's bad. Mm-hmm. That's what's interesting about. If you have nothing better to do, watch it. Yeah, I watched it on a plane on one of those tiny-ass screens. Right. And I, was I watched like, it in a cinema, 3D. Awful. <laughs> the story's terrible. That's the, well, it's, like, just cause it's just not good. It starts okay. There's a really long middle bit where it's just really boring. It's the thing. Like, I now know that. I'm and going then there's in, a, like, kind of a very subpar ending with... Overuse of CGI Cara to try Delevingne and make up doing for... a shit Yeah, I, I get it. It's yeah. shit, guys. I, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> the but... fucking hate Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay, I get that. Don't fucking watch it. No, okay. Yeah. But they are making another one, so fingers crossed they can do that better, you know? Will they get Will Smith in it? I don't know. He's busy doing YouTube and being a genie. Genie. <laughs> Which looks alright. Which looked better the second time around. Again, mm-hmm. and that kind of ties in with um, the Sonic thing we were talking about earlier on. Um, Aladdin. Today. He's blue. Sonic mm-hmm. is blue. Good link. He's blue as well, but he also looked awful Aladdin's in the trailer. Uh, which they both looked yeah, awful. The genie's blue. The genie's, the blue, genie's yeah, so. blue, of course. Um, and Will Smith looked shit as the genie in the first trailer they yes. released, which, you know, okay, the CGI is not going to be at the best. Hey, um, and obviously we don't know the context of that. Maybe he was doing a weird character or whatever. I have no idea. But, the but he looked shit at the time. And ran with it. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, the same thing with Sonic. Respond. Yeah. So the first Sonic um, trailer for the film came out. Everyone was like, what the fuck is this character? That's not the character we the all eyes know. eyes are tiny. We there's are teeth. Mouth. And yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's an image for everyone watching uproar. here, which he'll, he'll pop up Absolute shortly. Absolute uproar. Um, and if you have seen it... it it just doesn't look right, and it doesn't look like the character we all know. It doesn't look good, more importantly. No. It doesn't look good. Um, it looks it's weird. It's not it's a character creepy. that I can relate to and the or internet, like. And the internet rushed to amend that and make their own changes and, and made it look really interesting and, and a better. A more like the original song. Something yeah. that would be worth watching. And the producer, or the director, came back and said, you know what, yeah, we're going we're gonna to change that. Which is quite a massive thing. Mm-hmm. Can, can you consider like how much they probably a, pumped into merchandise or this other stuff with that image? It's a horrible decision, I feel. Yeah. Well, it was a horrible mm-hmm. decision to make that character design in the first place, obviously, and waste the VFX team's time yeah. making this whole That's thing. That's the biggest crime. They're now going to be pulling like 100-hour weeks mm-hmm. plus yeah. to, to fix that all of that, and it's going to be the worst time for those people, and I feel yeah. awful for them. Well, we, I was, mm-hmm. we were saying this yesterday that it'd be really funny, well, not fun, well, I guess it would be funny if this was a prank or in the sense of we'll create this to get hype about it everyone's going to talk about yeah. the shit looking sonic and then yeah, bam we've already done it. it with the good yeah. looking sonic yeah but that's kind of like a conspiracy only, do theory. they really think that sonic wasn't going to be that big of a hit or i don't know if it's, it, it's a roll of the dice sometimes you know like it, it could be a, a great marketing play i don't think it is no but it would be a great but marketing it kind play. of acts like that if it yeah. if they release it now with the the better modeled Did version they have this issue with detective pikachu like people were like, with the oh, voice. that looks weird. It, was, it wasn't necessarily the looks. I don't think. Well, although the Pokemon mm-hmm. looked kind of strange, but they were still quite were cutesy. They were realistic. still very similar to the original mm-hmm. designs. It was the Ryan Reynolds. It was the Ryan Reynolds who is very famed now for doing um, Deadpool. Deadpool. I almost said Daredevil then. Um, and yeah, now he's in a cutesy character, which doesn't. It's kind of the polar opposite yeah. of those two. But it was characters. Danny DeVito, I think, in the game, was it not? 
What? As Can we get that verified? So, what do you mean? Danny DeVito played Pikachu in a game. There was a Detective Pikachu game. Oh. Which what? is what this is based on. DeVito, right. Um, Just thought people wanted to see a Detective Pikachu. 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 It kind of like that voice. It was like the, hey, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, th I think yeah, in the game, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. they could nah. they 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 could okay. tank any kind of like negative. That's what everyone was expecting because everybody loves Deadpool now, right? So yeah, like, so that that's some, I I, I want to watch some, it anyway because I'm sure it's cool from mm. people that don't know what the hell Detective Pikachu yeah. is. Yeah, mm. which is interesting because normally like these brands that kind Paul. of stay um, child friendly. Um, it's interesting they chose a character that's quite well a voice actor who's known for quite an offensive character mm -hmm. to play quite a cutesy character because those two worlds. I think they options. know that like there's a lot of uh, audience that they can access from like the 90s era of Pokemon yeah. that are now our age. Yeah, you know? like like I probably wouldn't see that film if it didn't have a little bit of edge yeah. to Pikachu. It's absolutely, um, our demographic. Yeah. But also is catered to the fact that there's not going to be Deadpool esque yeah. adult humor yeah. in it yeah. for children. So it's got a good demographic. I feel, mm -hmm. and they they kind of they've done a really good job with the marketing on this. They, they they've taken Ryan Reynolds and made Ryan Reynolds style marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. him like method acting detective mm -hmm. Pikachu. Well yeah, cuz he released a fake um full release of the film on YouTube, uh, which <laughs> basically started with the intro stuff and then it was just Pikachu dancing mm. for like an hour and 40. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean that kind of They know what, what they're doing. Yeah. Same with Will Smith and his new channel like he kind of promotes a lot of uh, films that he's in now on that channel, which is a great marketing method. Yeah. Like, it, you know, someone's his agent or whatever's gone to him and said, "Like you're gonna have a YouTube channel. It's a perfect marketing yeah. tool. It makes mm -hmm. you so approachable and appealing." Yeah. And Jack then, Black's and done the can, same, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they can charge. So his agent can then charge the production companies that are making his films. Like, hey, if you want, you can pay a hundred grand, and we'll do a, a really awesome personalized YouTube video for you. It, just be they're just doing what YouTube has been doing with brands now for ages, except they're giving the um, the, the film star and the agent and their uh, company, which is the pull of the another whole film. thing to charge for. Yeah, you yeah. know, like another yeah. another thing to bill for. Another outlet, yeah, um, revenue stream. And I imagine they're much more enjoyable to it's make clever. than uh, press tours. You oh, know, definitely, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So much easier. Like they can do it on set. Mm -hmm. Has like, Jack Plank actually done a gaming like, video yet? I don't think he has, has he? Because he's been like he, he advertises as a gaming channel, but mm. each time he's like, oh, I, I didn't have time to record a game video, so then it's like a vlog. And then now he's doing the new Jumanji film, and there's all that kind of stuff. I reckon maybe that was like that. a troll to begin with. Potentially, but it worked. Like loads of people. I think he's got millions of subscribers now already, and yeah, it's a great it doesn't method me. for it. But mm -hmm. um, we should get into that YouTube game. Yeah, yeah we, we should. should. Yeah, I mean, but that's, yeah, clearly but all these big celebrities are now taking over. Is on there the a way page. we can do the inverse where we use our YouTube platform to get into big movies? No, not possible. Maybe might be able to get on Strictly Come Dancing if we grow a bit more. That's not a big move, is it? Whoa, uh, it's a big move. Can I you do the splits? Uh, no, that's nope. not necessary. You just let the other down. It'd be and Whittacombe didn't, couldn't do the splits. Oh, God, no. I wouldn't want her to do the splits. No. <clears throat> okay, so pivoting, <laughs> moving on. Um, so talking about social media, the buzzword, mm. um, and Big. the effects it has on you. Uh, like I, We were talking about how social media as a term is probably a little bit played out now because it's like saying oh man, computers are bad for you or smartphones are bad for you because they give you access to information. Like, yeah. yes, social media could be argued <clears throat> to be bad, I think, because of the just the amount of information and the way it's presented. But I think ultimately the, the real evil or the real danger of social media is um, people using their influence for the wrong reasons. And, right, and yeah. so you know how like we all know about- Or consuming it wrong. Yeah. Um, so you know how we know about Photoshopping, yeah? Like yeah, 10 years yeah. ago, 
we didn't really realize like oh all these models and all these amazing adverts and everything they're all airbrushed and changed to yeah. hell like physically changing the shape of people like i think originally when people said they're airbrushed it's like oh they've taken some blemishes off of their face and stuff it's like no 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 they are reshaping their body yeah. you know? sculpted yeah yeah thinner waists bigger bums more muscular all sorts of things like that right I think that now we're at a point where we understand that that's a thing. We see an advert, or we see a post that's been edited, and we're like, it's been edited. Like that, that is, I understand almost that that is a, a promotional piece, and I know that this person doesn't look like this. Mm. However, do we know, like, when it comes to lifestyle and opinion led pieces? So a lot of Instagram now is lifestyle based marketing, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. you'll get a Kardashian going, like, <coughs> I look like this because I've been drinking <coughs> this diet tea, you oh, know, shit, like, like yeah, which yeah. they haven't. You know, they, they, they've got personal trainers they've got dietitians they've got um you know various surgeries some of them have had various surgeries done to them it's got nothing to do with the diet tea but they present it in a way that is and there's no real established norm for like oh i know that's not real i know she doesn't look like that because she's pushing that product. it's not declared in any way no, no. Yeah. I, I mean it's oh yeah it's an ad but just knowing that a person's advertising a product when they present it in a way it's like i use this it's really good i was paid to say this but i use it like the the thing about disclosing whether or not you pay for something, I don't think is as important as yeah. genuinely believing in the thing you're saying. I was saying it's not. It's morally ambiguous, really, in yeah. the sense that, yeah, that like she doesn't need the extra money. Let's be honest. No. But she's obviously being paid a hefty amount to advertise something that, you know, most people probably. Well, I think those those is it like sugar bear things which help your hair or something. Right. I've seen that like a million times, and obviously they must have a varying like budget on who they um, help promote it. But, but yeah, I might have what, my what I don't there. like um, about this um, sculpting and like yes. perfect shots of people mm. is it then trickles down to everybody. Mm-hmm. Whereas to in order to get into the Instagram game, oh, you yeah. have to be like them and you have to be as sculpted and look as good as mm-hmm. them in order to get the views and the likes that everyone else is getting. And yeah. therefore that becomes the norm. Is It's okay. Like everyone photoshops mm. on and mm-hmm. I, none of what, no one's real on mm-hmm. Instagram, but then that's just like, how false is Instagram? Exactly. We're it's creating entirely... these vapid, a vapid culture. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like saying like, oh, I want to be like that footballer or oh, I want to be like that musician or I want to be like, you know, when people aspire to be like someone, yeah. you know, it's like, right, you want to be a really good footballer? Go and play football all the time. Eat well, work out as much as you can. And then maybe you might be able to play football professionally. I know it's a long shot, but that's kind of yeah. how you do it. Now we're putting people on the pedestal that is to, to get to where they are you have to do a lot of negative things to yourself and it's a tailored yeah. pedestal like you only ever see those glimpses that have been manufactured to yeah. be shown to you you see that like, tour of Kim Kardashian Kanye West house me and Ross were oh yeah it was no, empty in there and there's like also the sinks were like they look like they splashed onto the floor yeah there, yeah it was like there's the nothing in there. so they go into this house and it's it's very pretty but it's like it's a museum like, almost like it was just empty there empty. it's like a showroom empty of yeah. anything anything mm. usable uh, like right. so it's like you know they've got these fancy sinks and they've got this bed but everything is just like hewn out of like white granite and stone and stuff but it just they have three young kids and it's like there's I've never been yeah, into a person's house who has three young kids and, yeah. who doesn't at least have like a few toys around the yeah. place or like even if they tidied it up like where's your bucket of toys you know like yeah. where people like where where are the, where are the things you use day I mean to day? I imagine obviously beforehand they were like okay well which I mean I don't know how many houses they even own yeah, so this probably, could have been like oh let's go to the, the let's go to the show house which yeah, we yeah. don't actually use but yeah. this is just an a, an elaborate lavish mm-hmm. place to show my wealth off yeah. um, I think that's it which ultimately. is probably what they chose but. Still, you, you don't know. Everything could be fake. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. Because all these the photos picture. are airbrushed. Their home looks fake. It looks, you know, not lived in. It's not real. Why do you think that, so many people like, aspire so. to be like 
these people in particular, like Instagram stars versus like, you know, an astronaut. Like, um, I think it's because that's more appealing a to like, it's just the banal and the banal, banal. <laughs> the primal needs of somebody is yeah. like to look good and to be good and to like have a good sex life and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's primal. I think some of those are food, but... hunger, sex, reproduction. Yeah. 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 But like, it appeals it's a glamorous to lifestyle. If your aspiration, like a- aspirationally, your so are we a little shit. bit broken? Like, yeah, I think so. Like, are, is this a bad thing? What, it's been sold as a human it's, condition. It's been like sold as an easy ticket, which yeah. is the same thing as like most I'm on things Instagram. On social media. You're on Instagram. You're just like me, but you're not because I've got these things. But you could get them um, but using this product that I'm about to sell using you. This like thing. exactly, um, it's selling glamour. They're making and themselves a lifestyle that's unrealistic for most people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think it's because they. They are on the same platform as almost like they are on the same level as you. You can do the same things as them because you're on the same platform. Well, this you're, is what, it's a direct connection to I th- them. I think I told you about it the other day, the pyramid scheme. That's what it was based on. It was based on selling um, people who don't normally use Instagram or aren't very good at Instagram, whatever, or don't look like supermodels, selling them these packages, which then they have to go on Instagram, post a certain number of times a day, and then sell that package to a number of other people in the form of a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And in turn, this company was profiting massively, where there was only like 30, 40 people really benefiting from this scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they've been sold that lie, that how easy it is to become popular on these platforms and all you have to do is post. Mm-hmm. But surely the content matters. And obviously, we're talking about somebody who is has been famous for years mm-hmm. through obviously the sex tape, but means blown up MTV. through traditional media. Uh, through the OJ <clears throat> trial. I yeah, guess so it's, really, it's hard to kind of think, oh, I can be that person. It's more realistic yeah. to, to go like, oh, look, Justin Bieber started on YouTube. Yeah. You know, that's more of a realistic Just kind like of like, everybody oh, else. he started here, but now he's there. He happens to be a good um, singer, dancer, and good looking as well. Like, yeah. like and this is the thing, like, I think, I think we kind of know that. Like you're saying about like, I could have this life as well with the Instagram thing. And I think you're right. I think that's what, how people see it. Almost. Or you live you, vicariously exactly, through Exactly, vicariously. Yeah. However, I think that we know that like, before we go out and buy a Lamborghini, we're going to need to worry about a roof over our heads and things like that, right? And like, we're now in like our 30s and we kind of understood like, right, we'll go to uni, we'll try and get a job of some description. Like yeah. we'll try and do this. We know we're going to be starting at the bottom. Okay, we managed to do this and we've kind of given ourselves um, quite a step up in terms of what we imagined we'd be doing at this point. Yeah. But I think people need to make sure that they have realistic goals uh, and yeah. to, to not let yeah. them be steered by these people who are probably chronically unhappy. Like, you know, these people that are, have yeah. to post about how great their life is all the time because if they don't, nobody cares about them. Yeah. You know, like, like, I think you'd be so much more happy. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to delete my Facebook. Oh, I'm going to delete my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that like, we really need to make sure that we're not judging our lives on other people based on other don't people don't rely so heavily on validation exactly yeah. exactly but it's hard because obviously they're, they're um, thinking about removing likes from right. Instagram and uh, various other making them social hidden. platforms making them hidden so that obviously you can see them which if anything still drives that but yeah. um, other people can't see it therefore I guess judgment you're not skewed, being com- so you're not competitive yeah you're way, not looking yeah. at it, like, oh that's got three million likes therefore yeah. that's the best whereas now it's just like oh I like that image or do I actually care yeah. maybe not yeah. so maybe it's that's a huge change well, I, I think usability stuff like that is so lazy though it's yeah. like who cares if it's got loads of well I mean obviously you care but the the problem the inherent problem isn't because of a like button on yeah. Instagram it's because of the way people perceive success and perceive yeah. what is what people want to achieve in their lives but like, maybe that maybe that's 
that does help because obviously when you're seeing someone getting millions and millions of likes you're seeing an approval doing that's an approval right. rating yeah so you're, you're seeing loads of people going i want that or i like everyone that. else like i want to be like too so i want to yeah. get millions of likes as well but if you don't see them suddenly then you're kind of more thinking of i don't really care about that i have to much. judge this for myself rather than yeah. the thoughts of everybody but then there's else this slippery slope in a way, of censorship yeah. so if you don't understand if people like something or, or something like that yeah like it's easier just to sense that, like you say, and I do see the advantage of it, but wouldn't you rather, and it's a lot more difficult, mm. wouldn't you rather, you know, uh, governments put into their curriculum something about personal development, yeah. about as a kid, you, you need to understand that you, you know, you have your, your place or something you're good at individually. Yeah. Like it's not, we don't all have What's to be thing? Kim Kardashian. I have no like, idea what they teach in schools about social media now. Neither and I, I kind of hope that there is something about that. I know they teach coding and stuff, which is a great thing to start to learn. At Teresa. If you're watching, um, Theresa's not going to be in T Dog for like much right, more long. Just much longer. The current government, yeah. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, just alongside the new tax uh, thing, like lessons, that would be nice. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, that would and be mortgages and stuff like that, and how to manage your finances. Just putting a bit of social media and how to like interact online. I think just social media. I think social media yourself. would be yeah, because it's damaging to mental health. I think massively. Absolutely. And obviously, they've they've said that in various articles. I know it's affected me personally. Mm. Like. Mm-hmm. Imagine just like walking into a room full of people, all yeah. your mates and p- colleagues and acquaintances that you're like, I know you, you're all here. And they're all just shouting like, oh, it really sucks today that I got blah. You're just absorbing everybody's saying like... Saying everything they would tweet. Saying yeah. everything they would tweet. Right. And you're just taking on board like everybody's like daily struggles or positivity. Even like positive things are like, mm-hmm. I'm not having a good day, no. but this person is, so mm-hmm. I don't like them as much. You're just like taking on too much, I feel, mm. rather than like the social circle you're used to pre-internet. And like yeah, that's yeah. as much as a human could normally handle rather than the entire world's problems. Well, the like, pre-internet was we'd already learned over hundreds of years how to interact with each other yeah. on that level. Yeah. Now we have this new massive thing. We need to relearn how to exist Online. And to filter it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the follow account more like a class system now? Like a new age class system where, oh, this person's got three million followers, therefore they're they have better the than I am. I think popularity yeah, you know has I mean? always, been, yeah. uh, uh, always been there. But now it's just forms. in the form it's of a number a badge, on a page yeah. that is, yeah, is worn like a badge. And we've mm-hmm. said that before in, in our YouTuber discussion where there are YouTubers we've met who wear it more than just a badge. It's very much their segregation because they're bigger and better. Therefore, yeah. they, they shouldn't you commune with you got the under a million subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that kind of attitude stinks. It's awful. But then if you think about like, so when we've been on film sets, for example, and like I do try and keep an eye on it because I can be quite deeply with certain stuff. But it's like anchovies. Fuck you. Ah, (laughs) always Um, anchovies. But like always, I find that in a lot of these situations, okay, YouTuber to YouTube interactions isn't such a big deal. Yeah. Um, But like with companies and YouTubers, I feel like you do need to make sure that you protect your brand and your audience and yourself because they're making money off of you. Yeah, if anyone course, is making yeah. money off you in any way, I feel like you're entitled to be like, no, this is this is how we're doing it because you're going to make money from me. I want to mm. make sure I'm getting what I'm worth from you. you yeah. know? And I, I think that's where the devery element comes in. Well, because they, well, the thing is they, perpe- yeah, they perpetuate that um, idea of they're going to treat that person a certain way. Oh, they're in the VIP suite because yeah. they've got more followers than you. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just stay out here. But I'm not, really, it's I'm not fussy the way, but yeah. It's all money based. But yeah. they're the ones causing that mentality as well. Yeah, absolutely. Which, you know, uh, and it, I never really yeah. cared too much is that about that how, stuff. how like our entire like structure of society is formed anyway. Yes, pretty because, much. Because like the more money you earn, the better you're doing, and pretty therefore much. more people talk to you. 
and the more you'll get out of life. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. It doesn't mean you'll be happy, though. It means yeah. you'll well, get Notch, more Notch made life. a lot of more friends when he made, like, three billion, didn't he? But yeah. where does well, that now? Well, does money, that money doesn't make everybody no. happy. Like, not, not at all. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, money is the scale that we use for a measure of success. And you also, know? if like, you don't have money, our society really fucks you as well. Yeah. Like, you're on well, the it's street. called a mortgage, right? Death gauge. You yeah. know, like, 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 like it, it's, like, even the fact that we have a mortgage, mm-hmm. like... That is essentially just quantifying your existence in a way, isn't it? It's like, right, how much of your house do you own? How much yeah. money have you made to buy something to then live in, to defend, like to, to shelter yourself? There's like money itself, the nuances of it and how it affects your psyche is so ingrained in us. I don't, I don't think we'll ever escape that. Yeah. I think we just need to tell people that you can be happy without having a Lamborghini, without having, and also to know that these people are fucking miserable too a lot of the time. You know, like they are not, don't aim for that lifestyle. Like a well, farmer, a rural farmer living out in the middle of like Colombia or something like that, the beautiful country around them, you know, yeah. they don't give a crap about the internet. Are they measurably more or less happy than Kim Kardashian? Well, it's a good thing you brought up that because I actually have the solution and it's being we go. released in Chris small, final small packages right now. Right, All yeah. you have to do is follow me okay. on Instagram. Oh, okay. I'll give yeah. you a package. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a happiness countryside package. That's right. what it does. It, it gives you like a piece of grass. Maybe the smell of some cow manure. Is this a timeshare? It sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get other. I've got other investors. It's an upside okay. down pyramid got, scheme. No, no, I'm it's at a the funnel. top. It's a funnel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm at the top. You guys follow everybody, and then what you do is I'll give you packages to give other people, right? Okay. So that then you'll get a load of followers so, from all of them. And all we have to do is pay for that initial price, and then we're sorted. Yeah, and you're, okay, you're well, getting wow. grass in a box, mm. grass and cow manure. Oh, so the guy at the top, slice of the country, gets all that money. Slice of the country. I like the idea. Can you get that right now in Bristol? Yeah, well, I mean, not to, I mean, not easily though. <laughs> I'll deliver it to your door. Okay. Yeah, you pyramid don't have to go scheme. anywhere. Sign me up. We yeah. call it a pyramid Reverse scheme. Reverse funnel. A, a yeah, cone yeah. scheme. Upside down cone. Upside down cone. Well, let's not talk about but, um, pyramids. They're extinct now, aren't they? Yeah, I do find that. Yeah. I believe they didn't exist. Okay. I think um, American. It's a different story. American influencers right. <laughs> and stuff. I find that they they showboat a lot. I find that I don't really see that many UK people kind of going, "Look, look what new car I got because of all KSI? my fans." Okay, yeah. but like, there are exceptions, I guess. And, and ironically, those are the guys at the top. Yeah. Which, you know... It's but, depressing as hell. Which, but that I sells. But I don't think there's a... There's a, there's a, maybe, a maybe, that, maybe, that's, maybe that's kind of the counter to what you're saying, is people want people want to see this asshole showboating everything he's got and going, look how much money I've got, look how wealthy I am, and mm-hmm. all I have to do is fuck around on the internet and do whatever, and that's his success. And then that's them going... Well, he's making it sound so fucking easy. So and I want—I want to do that too. So I'm going to start playing FIFA. Start, you know. I want a Lamborghini. Yes, exactly. Which would you rather, realistically, a yeah. Lamborghini or knowing that you could get all the homeless off the street in Bristol? Well, all the homeless off the street in Bristol. I don't need a Lamborghini. I could drive. Exactly. <laughs> but this is it. But I, bet people, I don't need people, a car in Bristol. Really, people I could seem drive to be away much from more, them. Though. You could. People seem to be much <laughs> readily, more readily available to praise a person for something like that. You're yeah. talking about than to think like okay right oh wow this person's amazing it's like well what about this person who doesn't shout about the fact they've got amazing cars that doesn't you know okay. fix boxing matches yeah. um they're out here trying to help the homeless that's it's just not entertaining the masses and it is so it's, it's entertainment the... ultimately yeah of course it, it, and they're entertained by that guy's that ego what you wouldn't do that either do what like if you were given two youtube videos to watch mm-hmm. a day from your recommended feed mm-hmm. would it be is... a guy going around helping homeless people yeah or would like... it be a, absolutely an appeal I've seen mr beast do that yeah and that is yeah, but well, the, the thing is, cash money is not, not actually the way to that's help. Like, I give no. ten yeah. grand to him. It's not the the pro, the 
issue itself. Yeah, it's the it's title. him like giving away so much money mm. to yeah. things like recklessly. Yeah, mm. that's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah true. It's not the fact seeing that someone he's yeah, helping someone spit out so much wealth when it's like fuck. That, yeah, that's I mean a lot of money. There is there's definitely an element of oh it's nice to see <coughs> good things happening, mm-hmm. yeah. but what pulled you in immediately was the money. Yeah, of course. I think. I don't know. Which is most people's motivator, really. Yeah. So, so entertainment is now our primary culture, isn't it? So, so, yeah. so when you're looking yeah. at society, I've said it. When you're looking I've at said it like society, there are Four. various things that make up um, a society, be they economics, um, yeah. you know, like making money, spending money, um, be they security, safety is obviously a big one for most governments now, but also culture. Culture of a country is, is incredibly important and culture of people in general. But if we make entertainment our only form of culture then it's not really culture anymore is it it's just well, it is just entertainment well, like it's just in a different form i mean because when you think about it obviously <clears throat> mobile apps and stuff they want you on their devices as long as possible yeah and they need the most entertaining stuff keep churning it out yeah. regardless of what it is if it's a dumb meme if it's you know a guy bragging about his lamborghini it's got to be entertaining got to keep people on that platform it Certainly needs to be out it, every yeah. second of the day because people get bored so easily mm-hmm. <clears throat> how many times you've woken up looked, looked at twitter and then close it and then open it up again even yeah. though it's the same old shit yeah it's a dopamine fix it's like yeah. i need instant gratification for something because mm-hmm. and that's the easiest way to get exactly because people want content all the time and it's you know that's only going to get worse or mm. grow more whether it's a completely negative thing i, I don't you know i don't think it's completely negative because I, so. I enjoy a lot of that content but mm-hmm. there is also a lot of shit also like what tweets do you remember from this morning like you've seen a whole Ooh, feed i mean of i Twitter. could tell you but then it brings up another topic <laughs> yeah, yeah which is... different topic. Uh, i will say right now we've got 10 minutes left of this oh, okay. and we have a live audience for those listening yes we do yes. and yeah. if you have any interesting questions craig is now going to feverishly yes. and unfortunately have to gather some of them it's always so feverish um, if there's any it's good questions looks, put them in chat. but yeah Sh- but we've got 10 minutes left to discuss yeah. anyway, so <clears throat> it's interesting. It it's is. It's also interesting how social media can destroy people, like you're yeah. saying about this morning. Like yeah, you someone... can build someone up on, on a platform like YouTube or, or Twitter and they'll gain millions of fans, but then their actions can then shut them down or yeah. people go, I disagree with that person, what that one person said one time or what, what they it did. It doesn't even need to be factual. Bring it back down. Like no. someone's opinion can go online and oh, they can enough. say it yeah. in such a way and they're influenced in such a way. They have so many followers that people will believe what they say over the reality. Yeah. It's like, well, they've only got like 500 followers. Do I really trust them? Mm. Yeah. And I trust this yeah. person more. A person's following That's a good does point. Yeah. lend um, credibility to whatever they're saying because you Even see them if, as an opinion leader. Yeah, mm, but yeah. what gave them that? that following in the first place was it people like them fact-based yeah oh absolutely yeah well it's like when everyone brigades like when chris brown releases a new single everyone's like how's this guy still making records he beat the shit out of someone ages ago and it's really fucking offensive that he did that but then all of his fans will brigade and be like you're a fucking asshole for you know shouting him down even though what he did was legitimately bad and he shouldn't be making music anymore yeah it's a shame that he's still in the industry like he can have (laughs) anyway that's my rant he can have a whole team of people because he's got the money to do so that's it money to give himself yeah. a better personality online hmm. he's still sellable to yeah. a big a big enough percentage if that you're clever enough and have enough money yeah you can change your whole perception of how you're seen mm-hmm. to other people yeah and you can win anything like donald trump <laughs> yeah you know yeah he can yeah. say whatever the fuck he wants and yeah. he's got people like picking up his mess behind him yeah and trying to solve that yeah and you've got mm-hmm. other diehard people that think like <coughs> yeah trump i mm-hmm. believe that mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a bizarre thing but yeah council culture is very strange and obviously in some cases it's completely warranted but in others there's yeah it takes one sentence from someone who you never even heard of before 
to completely ruin someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in some cases, that's completely warranted, like the Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah. Because that was um, an account from years ago, wasn't it? From and he just tweeted it out. He was saying he was, you know, discussing it. Uh, and then yeah, from that one moment, all these other th- accounts come out, and it was a good thing because we found out that this guy's a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. And it just takes a bit of drama. Ultimately, people like and relish in the fact of bringing down a person that was a paragon to like, oh, they've got their flaws just like Mm -hmm. me. And therefore, you know, I want to know all about that. Is that the right way to go about it, do you think, though? Not necessarily. Because obviously, if it's a mistake, you fuck someone completely. You've completely ruined their career. Everyone's going to think, oh, that's the first thing that's going to come to your mind. Because you'll go, oh, I remember that horrible story about that person. And if it's wrong, that's horrible yeah and so there's there, a have there been any danger. court cases about kevin spacey there is now but at the time it took a long time before anything um actually happened yeah uh and i think in some cases uh is it the has weinstein actually gone to court i think he might have i think he might have done mm. but even then like yeah nothing really happened for a long time and whether that's their wealth helping that or yeah. whatever but silence and, and the court of opinion the court of opinion is now more important than almost legal courts in a lot of ways yes. especially in entertainment yeah, so obviously yeah, yeah. people aren't going to watch his latest show because yeah and then people won't out. care about him he gets less money therefore has less money to defend himself in court yeah. Um, and less money to pay people off because that happens a lot out yeah. court settlements you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, Michael Jackson did a load of them everybody has their price and I, and I don't think that's un- I don't think it's unreasonable to choose yeah. a huge cash sum over justice well yeah because in some cases people would never see that type of money before no. like, and it's mm. you know so what's going like, to make my life better here Michael Jackson in prison for 10 years or 10 million dollars yeah um, I think I know the answer but to that but it's like that documentary those, those guys who were affected by what Michael Jackson did they didn't want to see him go like be harmed in any way because they they liked him still mm-hmm. like obviously mm-hmm. what he did was atrocious and awful and yeah he should pay the price for it obviously he's dead now mm. but they didn't want to hurt him either so that's mm-hmm. probably why they, yeah I would, they would accept her settlement because they don't want to hurt emotional him. connection but yeah. what he did was wrong in everyone's eyes they know that's wrong mm-hmm. now and he manipulated them into exactly yeah. loving them yeah but that's hard to portray to a child um and it's hard to explain to yeah. people like being the victim as well exactly. but like, then you'll well, get you'll get people who a... genuinely still stand by him Mm. regardless yeah. but put, put on the there's, there's always a way to like yes they did yeah there's always a way to argue for the counter case though isn't there like mm. to put of some course, semblance yeah. of a logic well, just behind he, it. he said she said yeah. that's why there's a you flat earth know. culture mm. it's, you know yeah there's enough to like evidence to be like well your lies is nasa yeah. you know propaganda. that's almost like what looking for first-hand evidence from everything yeah isn't that like the um, always sunny episode where like, well you don't know that god didn't do this or moses yeah. didn't part you it, weren't there it's, so it's rationalism versus empiricism yeah so empiricism is, is information based purely on experience whilst yeah. rationalism is something you can you can build from previous from, experiences yeah previous like, experiences like, build trust and believe that, that could happen yeah Facts. and I, I think you need to be rational because there's no you know Everything has a counter-argument, like you say. Be, but then you need to look at how valid those counter-arguments are or how likely they are. And yeah. you can't experience everything. You can't, no. First so hand, you need so. you need to take information from other people. Um, Ricky Gervais put it in a great way mm. uh, where he talks about religion. Uh, it's not a religion talk, but it's just about how the facts will come back time and time again. If you burn all the books of religion mm-hmm. and they were lost to time, they'd come back in completely different forms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and different gods, different would... looks. Yeah. Whereas if you burn all the science books in the world, eventually we'd rediscover all those same facts and they come because back. Because they, they are realities. They are realities. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting way of putting or it. Or measurable realities, at least. Measurable. Yeah. See, you can counter yeah, it even yeah. for... You can say, well, they, that's so measurable. Easy. Mm. So easy to do. But, um, it's the way all humans measure it mm. <laughs> again and again. Mm. Whether that's right or wrong, who knows? Anyway, let's go to some questions, shall we? Yeah, we have. Have you found any, Craig? Uh, yeah, there's been a few. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So there's one from Craig Birdie ninety four. Yeah. 
says, do you consider changing your content at all, even slightly, to pander to people and gain more of a following and earn more? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We, we definitely considered and tried. Yeah, going back to what we started talking about at the beginning. Yeah, like we definitely take our YouTube in, chat episode. Yeah, and we do pay attention to what our audience likes because ultimately our audience is helping us make a living through this. So we'll try and do the things we really love and then balance that with things that we enjoy doing, but we know that our audience want more of that. So yeah. it's more of a balanced thing. Yeah, um, I think it's important to continue doing what we like doing, but yeah. also. That there has to be fan service there in order for us yeah. to maintain a living mm. doing it. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes the fan service is wrong. Like we put out something that everyone yeah. demands so much of, and it turns out the vocal minority wasn't the actual voice yeah. of everybody. Yeah, and we got the views from the vocal minority, but everyone else and didn't it performs half as and well. It performs yeah. half as well. Yeah. So yeah. not always right anymore. Okay, uh, another one, uh, similar kind of topic, I guess, from Cheshire Fox saying, um, "You're all." present on social media but mm -hmm. how does knowing your audience affect your own instagrams like your personal instagrams is, I it, wouldn't really. is it more personal or do you um, stop yeah, considering your point. brand yeah i guess so yes yeah, obviously like you know moments when we're not even hanging out and stuff you know we'll take pictures and stuff but i don't really think about it that much i guess i think it's it affects me because i know my mum Oh. Follows my Twitter and Instagram, oh, and that okay. kind of likes like well anything that's I post. A good point. Yeah. I'm literally saying it to my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I go into yeah. almost everything, apart from a lot of our videos where I talk I about dicks about and that, stuff yeah. like that. I just think, what would my mum do if she saw me? If I talked to her about that, mm -hmm. does that stop you much? Because I've I've no, never thought really. that, and so yeah, my mum's pretty posts. open and easy going. Yeah, so. Well, also, we're adults. Yeah, we're exactly. Adults. I mean, I can't believe you said those things. But well, it gives yeah. me Fuck like you, a, mother. <laughs> it gives me a morality meter, at least. He's like watching. a baseline yeah, of, of respect. Yeah. And I respect my mum. Just the understanding mm. of somebody else's perspective. Yeah. You've probably got a very intimate understanding of your mum's perspective. Yeah, not how in that she way. would react um, to yeah, certain things I say. Exactly. We're also a bit older, so I think that, like, you're not going to do anything too offensive or be too No, we're clean cut, family friendly. Then, yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like, mm. you're not going to start beating up cars and think you're, you know, yeah. no, you're not gonna be you're vandalizing things, yeah. which younger YouTubers do that for fun yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anything and offensive we talk about is always laced in tongue in cheek yeah. humor. Yeah. Almost anyway. too dry in some cases. Like when we were talking to Tooth the other day, you just couldn't tell whether we were joking or yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we just automatically got this dry like yeah, humor yeah. that's uh, hard to decipher. Got another one, Craigle? Yeah, so you, um, you pleaded to teach kill, uh, children about social media in school right no um, yeah it's a government oh, well, yeah. yeah yeah so i'm not gonna do it myself this from inc yb if that's how you say it uh, if social media was to be introduced into school curriculum when would you introduce the topic to children uh no well, like what year do you mean like isn't like how old i guess nursery. So. when do they start getting nursery. devices now young like as young as eight because i know that younger uh, probably for ipads and things yeah, like that my, younger niece, than that. my niece uses an ipad but she's like Two. It's usually like a YouTube or video machine, and it's normally it? just hand. It's it's like it, they don't have full access to it. They're just it's put in front of them for I like. I don't know Peppa what Pig. point they start asking like, "I want an account for yeah. X, Y, and Z social media," but it should be around before that time. Mm. So well, yeah, it should be early. Also, addressing Inky B, I think it's probably Inky B, right? Instead of Ink YB, I don't know. Yes, Inky B, it's a question. I I I, wow, I've got no battery left on my phone. Uh, <laughs> I was um. Uh specifically talking about teaching kids about 
personal happiness and personal aspirations rather than specifically social media. I find that social media is too heavily focused on it. It's a format. It's yeah. a medium. Don't believe you know, everything you see, it, it, everything yeah. you read. F- we, like we, fake news is out there. Well, we've done the same thing with film in the past, you know, with like saying like, oh, this film's really scary or this film's... I don't <clears> think it's wise to focus on the medium. I think it's much more wise to get kids and people to think about their own personal happiness and aspirations rather than like, ooh, watch out for Instagram. Perverts are on there. Mm. Like, okay, that's you know true but parents should be regulating people's access to, to this thing i think if they're worried about their kids so just educating them enough yeah about the, the dangers of it and yeah. how to understand it rather than just go don't use it but yeah but i don't think they should just be like, banned it's yeah this identity crisis is more than social media it's mm. it's more than any particular website it, it's about us as individuals and members of a global society making sure that we're being happy and being good as good natured like, yeah, respectful like, understanding fact from fiction yeah it's about making people smarter uh, both knowledge based and emotionally smarter like mm. it's a huge task and this is why people much uh, much easier to take the like button off of Instagram than it is to try and teach all these people yeah. about this like it's complicated yeah. and, and education is the main way to do that like, I've got an alternative yeah go on just because is it about dogs living in houses it's, nice, uh, it's not about right, dogs okay. okay have you seen the film Equilibrium yes yep where they regulate their emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's gun catter. Yeah, okay. There's, yeah. That's cool. Gun, really cool gunfights, yeah, yeah. So but they also it. destroyed and everything everyone loved to the point of maximum censorship. Antidepressants do that. Drugs do that. Alcohol does that. Reg- suppressing emotions mm. is already a thing. Okay, not to the extremes that you see in the film. Yeah, but, but like, have you painted your entire house white no but plenty of people do it's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian like, they did everything. yeah they did yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a great example yeah. white. and then it becomes law yeah well yeah well that's that's kind of a different thing about oppression and um, sort of despotic well, society don't say the O word I think it's a good idea I mean you're an oppressor I, if, if I could live Chris life, Trop, I mean, the with, oppressor emotions are painful you know they're also yeah. fantastic and they're also painful but without both of those sort of um, sides of the coin yeah. neither are relevant but well, yes, to remove all your emotions would probably make a lot of people's lives easier. Would they make them better? Probably well, that's the thing. It's like, because you mentioned the other day in a, a recording that's going out soon um, about, was it Whoopi Goldberg, who did an intro before Looney Tunes explaining yeah. the context of some of the kind of more stereotypical, Bad almost race, like racist characters yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and saying they weren't removing them because that's a historical, that's there. That's that happened at the time. Yeah. So why wipe it out now? Uh, learn from it, understand it. And know that it was there and change yeah, yeah now and Absolutely. for anyone in the future they can see if society's going down that line it's like no we've got these historical milestones yeah. of us doing bad yeah. things let's not go down that it was route. wrong tried that and yeah. it was wrong yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but there's no good in deleting it because you know then it's forgotten and it's just moved yeah. away or hidden away and it's just like that happened those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it indeed it makes me think about who did that quote fuck knows Fuck knows. Thank you. Ancient Chinese proverb. Let's put it down to that. <laughs> Easy. Uh, uh, yeah. Any more questions? Any more really good ones or should we wrap it up here? Uh, you yeah, got the, a question, there's a, Craig. There's a few more. Uh, we'll Craig. wrap up with this one then. This is kind of off topic okay. from Ironic Echo. Okay. Uh, personally, how often do you find yourselves getting lost on social media and losing time because of it? Quite a lot, it's I'd you, say, in terms usually of... usually like waking up in the mornings, like yeah. losing like an hour... It's like, I could have got up an hour ago and I feel bad for not having showered an hour ago. Or just having a longer than normal shit mm. where you're just yeah. scrolling. Yeah, just sat on the like, toilet. Go on, my legs are numb. Oh, I've just been scrolling ass. like yeah. an idiot. That's where hernias um, come from. But then that's like... Is it really? Yeah. Well, Careful. Just staying on the toilet. If you just like 
keeping your ass open for so Do you long. Mean prolapses or hernias. <laughs> Sorry. Same thing. Keeping your ass open for a long time. Is just open up. Just occasionally but squeezing. What's the difference? Between, <laughs> what's the difference between that and reading a newspaper? You know, like yeah, uh, but then in, obviously, uh, I don't know. If it's it's I don't think there's a huge amount. There's of an end to a newspaper. Yeah, true. Scrolling. But you're not going to read. I mean, reading a whole newspaper, broadsheet newspaper, that's going to take you fucking hours. Newspapers are boring. What's your go-to shit. in the morning in terms of would you? Twitter. What app would, do you open Twitter first? Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I love Twitter. I, I know go, it's not I actually very news, popular, but I go news apps first, and yeah. then Twitter, and then Twitter will have the news on there. And that's the thing. That's what people are talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But um, otherwise, yeah, you just get lost, kind of just yeah, scrolling through. I always feel guilty. Tweets. I always feel guilty being on it, so that's not a good thing. Mm. And therefore, I need to. Do In what sense? It. It, what that you feel like you're ignoring? I'm wasting time. Okay. Like I don't need to get all these little snippets of other people's lives and information, unless it's like breaking yeah. news and that's going to affect. But you find it interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, and it, like, should I? Well, is should it, you well, not? Is it val- Is it changing my life in a positive way? Should everything you do change Something your life my, in a positive uh, way? That's the thing, yeah, if so, it's taken up like yeah, four hours a day of my life, yeah, we well, moderation. Would you equate that to like? An entertainment format, though, in terms of like rather than watching, you know, this week's EastEnders episode, yeah. you're spending half an hour browsing through something you're interested in. Mm. So, you know, if you are getting entertainment from it, if you're not, then yeah, you are wasting your time, and that's mm-hmm. you know, your judgment. So, if you yeah. feel like, oh, I didn't get anything from this, what am I doing? I think like a TV show, you know what you're getting out of it, right? Yeah. You're going to get some entertainment, there's going to be some drama and stuff, but it's going to tie up nicely. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get on Twitter, you're going to get something that affects your mood for the day. Yeah. Like, for example, you're going to get some scandal, or some people's opinions are going to piss you off so perhaps work on being less affected by it rather rather than how do you do that I don't know but like that that to me that's what the education logically yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, like therapy almost exactly it's like CBT like like all that sort of thing like it is like telling a human not to be affected by something is like saying don't be human it's a case of Mm. if you see see something you don't like the whole idea was what yeah mute and block it and then that's you're fine but you you don't need to have an outrage about it you don't have to go this person this if you're not if you're not into it just Block it. Not, I'm you not saying like an outrage. Here's, here's an example. It, so when I say don't be affected, I didn't say don't be affected. But I said work on not being as so affected by it. So the way to do that would be uh, when you're watching surgery, a surgery program. So like when you're watching a dramatized doctor, th- doctor thing, for example, when they're doing surgery, you watch it. And I mean, I get kind of grossed out sometimes by stuff like that. It's like, whoa, that's pretty graphic. But if you just say to yourself, I know that's a prop. They're cutting open prop bits here. Yeah. Instantly for me, that, that, that I'm like, oh yeah, okay, let's have a look at what it is. Because I'm interested on, on it in a different way. And that works yeah. for you, yeah. sure. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's probably different solutions for everybody. Exactly. Work, work on it. Like, it, I don't mean that it's just an instant thing, like stop thinking about it. You know, it's... Um, I find the same thing. I apply the same thing to narrative sometimes. And I mm. completely ruin it for myself. Just I'm like, oh, it's obvious this character's going to do this. And it's like, when that happens, it's like... Fuck. Yeah, I yeah. Just, yeah. I predicted that. So <laughs> yeah. Then it makes it shit for yeah, me. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, know. you're not really enjoying it for the, the same reason anymore. You're just training yourself to. Yeah, watching do like else. a certain type of track. Like it was Line of Duty or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil anything. But there are certain predictable things. You're like, oh, fuck, that just happened. And I kind of want it to break the norm there. But, yeah. um, oh, well. That's a different mm. thing, really. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's all personal development, isn't it? Like you say, like if it annoys you, like, and you'd rather just not use it, then that's up to you. It's like, it's not even like doesn't cause me outrage yeah it's mm-hmm. just like subtle things like kind of death by a thousand cuts mm-hmm. yeah it's like ugh. like i'd rather mm-hmm. not see a negative comment today about that yeah. and that's how your mental health gets affected it's yeah. not a, it's do you ever get like direct messages or like people I saying oh you were shit in this or whatever nudes, nudes from me nudes every morning <laughs> those, are, those would be offensive yeah fresh out of the shower um, look at my nips but like would, <laughs> would, would you react to that in a negative would you want to respond to them or do you oh, kind of just, if someone says someone just messaged you uh or just at you 
and well, says, oh, you're such a fucking prick in this thing. Can you just leave Hat Films? <laughs> like, if someone sells yeah, it to you, do you, do, you, do you just go, well, fuck, do you, do you, do you block them or I do you just ignore it completely because that's what they want? They want a response. It depends on, like, yeah. I, I'm usually pretty damn good and I don't respond to this kind of yeah. stuff. Mm. However, if you're particularly vulnerable on a given day, like you've had a shit, mm. other events happen yeah. in your life, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can just really fuck yourself yeah. online and then it's public. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, definitely. And it's just served no purpose, really. Yeah, you're at, you're at risk online, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's hard vulnerable. to avoid sometimes and you, you, you just have to switch off, I think. But, um, yeah. Anyway, so, switch off this podcast. Yes, it's, uh, uh, enough, it's closing it? to the to the end now. Wrap up bits. Like, um, uh, yes. So, if you want to send in any fingles or fan jingles, uh, it's hatchat at hat films dot com. Mm. Uh, feel free to send in questions there or ideas for future topics. Yeah, uh, we read most of them. Uh, I think almost all of them. Uh, yeah, because we were two weeks uh, behind, unfortunately. Mm, right. So sorry about that. We were busy last week. We were on monster trucks and the week before you guys were in a field larping around so that's um, right. and, and there's that going to be another break so next week there's not going to be a hatch out hopefully the following we're, week we're gonna, we, we might try and it. pre-record one but whether we can release it or not we don't know mm-hmm. because we'll be we'll in america just keep so. an eye on our twitter twitch uh twitter at hat underscore films yes uh, there's no like perfect schedule for this unfortunately because we do all sorts of other things uh around our youtube channel so mm-hmm. we apologize for that we have a patreon so that's what keeps this thing going Indeed. because it's not monetized in any way other than Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you head to patreon.com slash hatfilms, you can choose Hat Chat Sustainer. Yes. And if you like yeah. our YouTube videos as well, there's a but I like both <laughs> tier option. <laughs> and you will be credited at the end of the videos mm-hmm. of our VODs, which are yes. on our YouTube channel, Hat the Chat. Hat Ch- yes, Hat Chat Podcast. So mm-hmm. go subscribe to that as well. Boost up our numbers. Make us look sexy and great. That'd be great. We would appreciate it. Because we like numbers. Exactly. And we like to be more influential. Indeed. We need to oh, boost yes. them. Money. 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 We want to get that Ferrari to plow into homeless people. Uh, <laughs> yes. We've solved the problem. For yes. fuck's sake. <laughs> this is what you meant, right, oh, Smith? No. no. Not at all. Oh, no. Oh, I, I misunderstood thought. completely. Oh, but look but yeah. at my Ferrari. Exactly. It wasn't um, red before. Nice car. And do bear in mind, everything discussed on the Hatch Hat podcast is our own opinions with yeah. our own ill-informed knowledge uh, and the experiences of three 30-year-old middle-class Indeed. cis white males. Exactly. Uh, but you can feel free to discuss it in the comments on the channel if yeah. you want. It's always interesting. Chat to each other about it. Yeah. Should I disclose that I'm paid to put other people's opinions through me as a voice? Uh, uh, you probably should. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, sounds no, like that's a pretty big, a big yeah. cash in hand, though. Well, either, it doesn't matter. But, uh, don't tell HMRC. Yeah. Well, I, I uh, haven't yet. Okay, how, much, well. how much? Can I get in on this? Tenner. Oh, God. Great. We're going to have to pull the podcast. What did you, <laughs> what did you, what did you advertise for a tenner? Yeah. Craig stuff. Oh, Craig stuff. It's his pyramid scheme. He's like really stuff, but it all involves Craig. He's pro dog. It's the, gra- uh, it's the grass stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a shit idea, Craig. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Yes. <laughs> and um, listening, of course. It's a podcast. Yes. And yeah, listening. Yeah. Oof, oof. Yeah. Join us again for another hat chat. Uh, who knows when? Uh, but thank you for listening to this one. Yes. Play us out, booties older. Thank you for the fingle. Bye.